Next on BYU Sports Nation, dream the impossible dream. If you could guarantee a BYU football win over SEC Power LSU or longtime rival Utah, which would you choose? Maybe the greatest question in the history of Twitter questions. The grittiest quarterback in BYU history, Riley Nelson, weighs in on that. Plus, some big deal, no deal. Eric Mika moving up one notable NBA draft board. And it's West Coast Conference Tournament game day for BYU baseball. How Coach Mike Littlewood is mixing things up for what he called a must-win today. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, May 25th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up once again with ultimate fighter hopeful, Jerem Jordan. I'll take uh, no for 200 Alex, on that one. How much money would it take you to get in the octagon? A whole heck of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you could be a guaranteed millionaire, would you get in the octagon (laughs) and run Uh, around for a few? Well, I might die. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of things are worth it. That might not be worth it. Jason, worth it? Mm. Yeah. Those are my thoughts on that at the end. <laughs> Couldn't you just, like, go into a cradle move and, like, go and, like tap out? Well, it'd be hard to tap once my ribs were broken. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like eating ribs. I don't like being punched in the ribs. Mm, okay. Yeah. All but, right. No, thanks. This is not, like... Like, in the ancient wars, I would have been an archer for sure. You know what I mean? I don't feel intimidated. <laughs> See, Taysom uh, Hill would have been in the, on the front lines, man. Like, he would have been leading the charge. Taysom, you'd feel confident going into the octagon, yeah. right? Taysom, the modern Tiancom. We bring this up because SP Nation produced a list of top 11 college football coaches you shouldn't fight. BYU head coach Kalani Satake on the list. Of course he is. To quote the article, Satake played fullback and is shaped like a brick. Yes, he is. And a really awesome brick, not like a cheap one. Like, a, <laughs> like an amazing one. Kalani Satake could be... Elisa Tuiaki and him in the, in the octagon would be fun to watch. I'll, I'll just say that. Elisa fought professionally. Yeah, I mean, his homeboy was a former MMA star. That's right. So don't, don't mess doubt. with the crew, man. Dude, Kalani. Oh, man, look at it. Like, I want to play for that guy. If Kalani was like, you need to get in the ring for us, I'd be like, I'll do it. Like, don't hurt me. Recruits have seen that, and it made a difference. It made a difference the next play, in fact. It made a difference. Bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Tournament game day for BYU baseball. They take on 27th-ranked LMU tonight to kick off the West Coast Conference postseason tournament in Stockton, California. Brady Corliss will get the start for BYU. That is unusual because he's generally the Friday starter over the Thursday starter, Maverick Buffo. Coach Mike Littlewood joined BYU Sports Nation earlier this week and called tonight's game, what did he call it? It's a must uh, win. If, if you lose that game, you come back at noon, then you have to play again at 7, and then you have to win two more games on Saturday. Um, not impossible, but virtually impossible. A must win. No bones about it. He called it for what it is, because if the Cougars lose, the road to winning 
the West Coast Conference Tournament and that auto bid is, as he said, virtually impossible. Yeah, BYU needs to win this game tonight. They do at 10 Eastern time. LMU is one of two teams that took the series from BYU. The other's Gonzaga, which just happened, which is kind of the be, almost the beginning and the end of they conference book play. En- they bookended conference Was play. LMU the first Yes. Yes. Well, 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 Spender. 10 Eastern, BYU Radio, and the app. Four-team double elimination tournament. Cougars will play tomorrow either way, but it would be lovely to go in to the next game with a win. Yeah. The men and women's track and field NCAA regionals are underway, by the way, at the University of Texas. I cannot confirm this, but I'm hoping that Taysom Hill somehow made it from Green Bay down to Austin just to support the uh, guys and gals. Intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. Former BYU golfers Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays begin their first rounds today at the PGA Tours Dean DeLuca Invitational. Zach Blair tees off at 1 Eastern. Daniel Summerhays 2.17 Eastern time. Check out the Golf Channel. I'm sure something will be happening there. There'll be golf on that channel, I yeah. promise. Yep. Former BYU women's uh, soccer star Ashley Hatch. She played 20 minutes off the bench last night. Got a shot on goal for the North Carolina Courage versus Sky Blue FC. <laughs> You have to say it that way, right? Yeah. When it's FC. All of a sudden, like, soccer grammar is English grammar as opposed to American English grammar. Does that make sense? Yes. So, yeah, like, England are a good team. Yeah, the team are ready to play. I live in the U.S. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rise and shout. Time for What's Trending brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Beat the Tigers. Utes. Tigers? I don't know. Yigers! Today's trending topic is loaded, and the accompanying Twitter question that we will now throw out, for many of you, will in some way pit your hearts against your minds. Oh, we'll see about that. Think carefully. A Twitter question. You get to guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. Which one do you choose and why? To me, this is the greatest Twitter question in the 990-something shows We've ever done. Jerem doesn't deal in superlatives very often, so I this have, is of significance. I have never, ever dealt in superlatives. Ever. In the, in the history of this program. In a world of superlatives. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Is at, this an elite Twitter question? Yes, it is. At DeHolmes. If it's a guaranteed win, I take Utah. If it's a pick one or the other, I still pick Utah. Wow. Use the hashtag BYUSN. People, take off the blinders. I have a lot to say about this. LSU would do more for BYU nationally, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolute truth. We'd remember it forever. LSU will be ranked in this game, even if they weren't ranked. Truth! That would be, it would be this decade's Oklahoma. <laughs> it would be. Argument over, we can end the segment. However, the answer is Utah. Oh, t- <gasps> I Why? Why? I thought this was like Ikea. I don't need to set this up, right? No, you do. I, I, I we're talking about LSU and Utah. BYU has lost six in a row to Utah. Enough! Enough! <laughs> six is enough! <laughs> One is too much. One is too much. In, in fact, let's go to our stat of the day. <laughs> it's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU has lost an astounding six in a row and 11 of the last 14 against Utah. That is unacceptable. In fact, yeah, since 2002, 11 of 14. BYU's lost. Pathetic. Kalani Satake needs to win it, so we look at Satake and the rivalry and say, okay, this is headed the right direction. If, if BYU beats Utah this year, we'll go, oh, one and one, and the one loss was like, uh, came down to a two-point conversion. All right, this is headed in a different direction, right? He's competing at the level we want. BYU needs this for recruiting in-state. It's hard enough to go against a power five in your back, 
uh, backyard, you need to win against them, right? I think we'd feel different about the season when, with one less loss, but with a win against Utah. Does that make sense? If BYU beats Utah, it makes the season feel a little different. In Michigan versus Ohio State, the level of the passion for the program is directly correlated to the rivalry. If Michigan Sports Nation held a uh, Twitter question like this, said, do you want to beat Ohio State or Alabama? There'd be no question. There's only one choice, especially in this case where it's been actually eight years since BYU beat Utah. The last time there was an eight-year gap between wins against Utah, 1949 to 57. There are kids getting baptized this year who don't even know it's possible to beat Utah at JJ underscore Crow 3. What is this question really? What this question really says is, are you a BYU fan or not? Utah all day. Oh my goodness. The Twitter question is not suggesting the game we don't choose automatically equals a loss. This is just about guaranteeing one win. Like the opportunity to beat Utah would still be out there. You're just guaranteeing one of the wins. And you still take Utah? Spencer, wow. six in a row. I know. Six in a row. I know. Now, if the question dealt with which game will help BYU fans collective sanity the most, then yes, it's Utah all day, every day. But that's tied into But this. it's bigger than that. Nothing's bigger than BYU and Utah to the fan base. Beating Utah is the quick fix. Beating Utah is renovating that nasty basement bathroom in your house that's been nagging you for the last six years, okay? It would feel amazing. Beating Utah would be a brand new house given the six in a row. You wouldn't be embarrassed about... It'd be moving into the nice neighborhood. Taking people down to your basement and being like, oh, you have to go upstairs to use the bathroom because there's this ugly bathroom down here that needs a lot of work, okay? That that is that fix. There's a few of these rooms. There's a Boise State room that needs fixing, too. Nationally speaking, beating LSU is renovating the kitchen and your dining room. How many more people are going to see that and notice it and appreciate it and never worry about that nasty bathroom? Spencer, this could be Michigan State, though. That was a nice win at the time. Different, different because it's the opening game. You mentioned it, Oklahoma, 2009. That was one of the greatest wins in BYU football history, right? Yes. Because it was the opener. Yeah. Neutral side, tons of eyes. Yes. But if you only win eight or nine games. Doesn't matter. Does anybody care? Does anybody care that Oklahoma went eight and five? No, because they were ranked third, and it was the first game of the season. Six in a row versus Utah. You're underestimating the value of the rivalry, which is almost as big as the season itself. It might even be bigger. How many more people are going to see your kitchen and your dining room than that ugly basement bathroom? I don't agree with your analogy, so I'm not going to play into that. Utah is your front, the front of your house. In Utah, Utah is the front of your house. That's you're focused on that. BYU fans are focused on their house, right? Yeah. On the bathroom. Why should you care about someone else's? House. You care about your house. You can ignore the ugly bathroom. If if BYU lost to Utah again but beat LSU. Utah's not some some Utah State is the basement room. No. Not Utah. Utah is way in comparison bigger. to LSU in comparison to LSU? You're LSU telling me Utah is a one-off. You're telling me it's Utah is, is more important. You're telling me Utah is more important and more relevant to BYU than LSU. Yes, beating Utah, given six in a row, six losses. Nobody, how many people across the country know that besides BYU and Utah fans? Beating, yes, beating LSU would be, I I told you, it would be this decade's Oklahoma. Uh, Enough said. It would be amazing. Argument over. No, no, no. 
at Michigan, you would you would not say Alabama over Ohio State. It is tied into everything. Those teams you are ranked and do. in relevant conferences. So when those rivalries happen, like Utah, probably not going to be ranked. LSU will be ranked. Yes, and it will be. They could, yeah, a de facto road game yeah. for BYU in oh, yeah. Houston. This is in Vegas, essentially. For them, this is four for BYU. This is four and a half hours away. It's a one-hour flight. This is an opportunity, a la Oklahoma. Now, did that make a difference? BYU literally became the nation's Cinderella overnight with one win. They do the same thing. And again, this is not well, guaranteed. BYU you don't have lose two, to you Utah. You had Tulane the next week. You you have Utah and then Wisconsin. It's not. It's going to be different. It's not guaranteeing that BYU will lose to Utah. I'm just saying, if I, I know, guarantee I know. one win. I'm going to take LSU all day. SEC power. No, I no, I understand that element. If if BYU had kind of gone 50-50 or uh, had Utah's number, I would feel like, yeah, LSU. But because BYU's lost six in a row, this is un-slash-intolerable because I don't know which word is correct there. The, you, can't, you can't tolerate losing to Utah a single time, let alone six in a row. This is enough. It, it is enough. BYU needs to beat Utah. I, need, I, I agree. I need BYU to beat Utah this year I, for the I sanity with of the fan base. Yes, sanity of the fan base. Yes, and okay. the importance to the program. Great. Beating it's, LSU is not as important as much th- for recruiting as beating Utah. Oh, oh. Let's be honest. Did BYU win the in-state recruiting battle last year against Utah? Yes, says BYU. There, there says are, every major publication across the state. Utah has been ranked. In the college football playoff ranking, I don't every care. Year, BYU's not been ranked a single time. So is LSU. LSU's BYU, won national championships multiple. BYU needs to beat Utah to get the inst- get more in. I'm not guys. saying they won't. I'm just there saying there were guys that went out of the state. If you can guarantee one win, you have to go with LSU for the good of the overall program from a national standpoint. You can't push it to just Utah. Like if BYU loses to LSU and beats Utah, they're not the darlings of college football. They're well, not they won't be about, the darlings if they ra- lose to Utah. If they beat, uh, oh, if they lose to LSU goodness. but beat Utah, yes, like, they, how way, many? They're not. The, how many fewer people are going to be watching that game compared to the LSU game? The only yes, way BYU will is make the darlings waves. is if they're four and zero. Wrong. Wrong. They were the darlings when they were two and zero two years ago. Thinking, okay, they beat Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. If BYU beats LSU, they'll definitely be on the map. But for what matters to BYU and say, what's like the number one goal? You got to win your state. You got to win your state. At Jacobs underscore Gary, LSU, bigger fish, greater national prestige. Because you say, and you brought up the recruiting, better national, it would be better national recruiting. This is way bigger than just in state. Like you want the quarterback in Tennessee to come to BYU? Beat LSU. BYU has Joe Critchlow, dang it. Beat LSU. As an independent, <laughs> we have discussed this several times. Being ranked is the main and really only validation for a team without a conference. Yeah. Beat, yeah. beat LSU. If it doesn't get the Cougars ranked, it gets them awfully close. Yeah, if BYU beats LSU, they'd be awfully close. And then they have – here's the thing. These two games are back-to-back. <laughs> it's LSU and then Utah and then Wisconsin. Coming up, I'll more one of your three. tweets. You can guarantee one <laughs> BYU in LSU or Utah, which and why. Former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson will join the show. What does he think about all of this hoopla? He'll have something to say, I promise. What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, 
the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Station. Use the hashtag BYUSN. There's a lot of tweets today. Yes, there are. There's a lot of tweets today. I love it. Hey, we're going to be at the Fan Fest Saturday, June 3rd in Corona, California, where it's uh, going to be 83 degrees as of now. 3 to 5 Eastern time, 12 to 2 Pacific time, if you're local. We'll hang out the hour after, too, for a meet and greet. So come hang out. If there's a single one of you, great. If not, we're still going to be there. What you forgot probably to say is Jerem Jordan's a, going to sign autographs. Eat a, uh, there will be cougar tails there. We'll probably have at least one. Can I have your autograph? No. <laughs> not after that for a second. Twitter question. <laughs> why? Because you got owned. Is that why? No, I, I did not get owned. <laughs> I did not believe in slavery. Poke the bear. Poke the bear. Bear world in Rexburg? You get to guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. Not saying the other one is an automatic loss. You just get one guaranteed win. Which do you choose and why? Do you want to renovate the bathroom or the kitchen and the the living room? It's not the bathroom. (laughs) You're undervaluing the rivalry when you call it the bathroom. It is the entire front of your house. Oh, no, it's not. From a national standpoint, it is not. No, we're not. Ta- we're talking about from the BYU standpoint. We're not sitting here in Bristol on ESPN. We're on BYU TV, man. You're right. And it's called BYU Sports Nation. BYU Nation. Or, yeah, BYU fans in the nation. We're not in Bristol. Joining this is us BYU now. TV. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is Riley Nelson, former BYU quarterback. Lots of yelling, Riley. There, obviously, he can tell. All right, Riley. Uh, the. <laughs> the feeling oh, of the show. Hey, it's it's been it's been set up in here. It's been set. It's crazy in Studio B. What do you think? You get to guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. Which are you choosing, and why? All right, so I'm going to play both sides of the argument before I give you my before I give you my uh, my answer. Okay. All right. So here's one one thing. So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about man. I was thinking about other top program wins, right? What, among those, probably Detmer beating Miami. Now, I don't know if LSU is going to be ranked number one, um, and they're definitely not coming to Provo. So I don't know if uh, a win against LSU will be as memorable as that one, but I think about those other big-time program wins and what that meant to the program. Now, on the other side, here's a little bit of history, and I'm sure you guys have done this. So as, as we look, we've started off the the tens de- the 2010s decade 0-6, which means that we We've already lost the decade. The 2000s decade was five and five. The 90s, interestingly enough, was five and five. The 80s was nine and one. The 70s was um, was seven and three in favor of BYU. So we've gone seven and BYU's gone seven and three in the 70s, nine and one in the 80s, five and five in the 90s, five and five in the 2000s, and we've already lost. Um, We've already lost the 20 teens. Best best case scenario for us is losing at four to six. So. Do you want do you want that Detmer-esque, um, you know, Miami coming in here type win? I don't know if, with it being at a neutral site, not sure how good LSU is going to be. I mean, LSU is always going to have the excuse that Orgenon is is a new coach. They don't really have things rolling. He doesn't have his recruits in there. So I don't know if it will be as impactful for Miami. Also, we have not given up a decade. We've We've just given up a decade for the first time in 40 years to Utah. 
So for all those reasons, my answer is I'll take the guaranteed win against Utah because we have to claw our way back. Like in all honesty, to save face, we have to we have to win the next four. I think in the rivalry, um, so to gain back some of those things and maintain what I still believe. You look at the last forty years; it's still owned by by BYU, and we can make it 50 if we can claw back and get at least four wins in this decade. So I'm taking the guaranteed win against against Utah. I think that means more of the program. I think it means more of the rivalry. I think it will mean more to recruiting. That's the other thing is we're recruiting battle with Utah. We're not necessarily uh, battling for recruits against LSU. So for all, And besides that, uh, it was so close last year. It's Kalani's old school. Let's get the monkey off his back now. So for all those reasons, I'm taking Utah with the guarantee. I totally uh, understand all the logic around LSU, but the six in a row just puts me over the top. Like, that's got to stop. That's got to stop. It, re- it really does. So since you stopped playing, how has the rivalry changed for you, for better or worse? So um, I don't think people would be happy to – it's actually gotten better. Like, it's gotten a lot softer, I guess I should say. Um, for a couple reasons. One, I actually at at Coach Edwards' funeral, I had a good long chat with Coach Whittingham, and he's not that bad of a guy, <laughs> unfortunately. Right? You want him to be a jerk, and <laughs> so, so and he wasn't. So we were there, and we shared some good memories about Coach Edwards, and talked about old times and and all that. Other things have happened. You know, I played with Stephen Covey, who played at BYU. His little brother Britton had incredible success at Utah, and because I'm so close with that family and, and no Britain. I was, I was happy to see that success. So it, it's kind of softened. Now, part of that, part of the other reason is that I've always enjoyed Utah falling short at the end of the Pac-12 season uh, every year. So I guess that my bitterness has been held in check by the fact that they haven't reached ultimate success despite beating us. It's not like they've gone on to do incredible things and we've kind of ended the season's um, on similar planes, so um, it's gotten a little bit less nasty. In fact, the other um, the other day, my wife asked if our son wanted to go to Utah. Would I let him? And uh, I, I actually paused for a second before saying no. You've gotten soft, Riley. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me, but it, it doesn't feel as bad as it did when I was playing. There was a hesitation for a moment. Wow. Well, the six in a row have done that. Yeah. If it's 50-50 and there's some rivalry moments and there's a little angst, now it's fun again, right? I, I wouldn't say that it's fun right now because BYU's lost six in a row. There's nothing fun now, about Now, the that. reason I take LSU with the guaranteed win is because BYU will be a significant underdog in that game. The Cougars have a better chance of beating Utah head-to-head, right? Yeah. Oh, thousand percent. LSU is going to be ranked in this game. Exactly. They'll be top so, 15. I, I mean, Riley, what, how does that factor into it? Because I look at the LSU game as Oklahoma 2009 at Jerry's World just outside Dallas, Texas, and what that meant to BYU. So what would a win against LSU? Because you were around, Max. You talked to him about that Oklahoma you were, game. You were, in that, you were on the sidelines. Exactly. Yeah. What, what did that mean for the program? So I think there's two ways to look at it. I think internally for the fans, um, you know, for BYU's ability to recruit and kind of use that as a banner, I think it meant a great deal. The other reason, you know, I, it's interesting you bring that up, and that's a very valid point, and I think it would have a win over LSU would have a very similar impact from that standpoint. 
when I was thinking about the LSU win, I was thinking it did us more good on a national scale. You know, we are still vying. There will be another conference realignment here in the next few years. Now, how do you define few? I don't know. But there's going to be another shakeup eventually. And um, will an LSU win make a huge impact for BYU on that national scale. And the tough thing, the reason why I wouldn't take the guarantee against LSU is because I don't know, regardless of how Utah does this year, breaking this six-game losing streak is going to mean something. Uh, if, if BYU beats LSU, similar to the Michigan State win last year, right, and, and then kind of does not have, they have an underwhelming season, it doesn't do, while it's great for the players and BYU fans like it, it doesn't do a whole lot for us on a national scale. I think it depends on the ranking and whatnot, too. Michigan State was unranked. That played into this. Had they been ranked third, maybe it would have had a more uh, oomph there. Oklahoma went 8-5, and five and Landry Jones. Were, but, you know, it, it changes things. But I want to ask you this, because this, this has come up recently, given the angst of the Utah losing streak. How much does the result of the Utah game play into the overall success of a season? Because there are those fans that are like, if we go 1-12 but we beat Utah, it's a great no. year. Which I'm like, what? No. no. That's a terrible idea. But there's, there's some uh, interest to that idea of, hey, beating Utah would change maybe the feeling about the season independent of what happens. Yeah, it by no means uh, makes or breaks the season. I think both programs are uh, like have matured beyond a point where a single game is going to make or break it for the program of those fans. And I and honestly, I, I hear that same thing. I hear fans say that, and I don't think any serious fan means that. I don't think they're being sincere when they say that. So, um, yeah, but but at the same thing, why do all of us feel feel the need so badly to break the 6-0 and streak? If it is just kind of one game and that one game wouldn't make or break the season, why do all of it, why do we have such bad taste in our mouth, the fact that we've lost six, especially when five of those six have come down to the last play or last drive of the game? It's not like we've been blown out. We did have the embarrassment in 2011, but other than that, like, the, each of these games could have gone either way, and they just happened to bounce Utah's way. So it's not like there's a big disparity between the programs. It's Utah's just happened to have you know a few more plays go their way in these tight games, um, and so I mean it does. I mean I'll say this: I would wait it. It wouldn't one game wouldn't make for the whole twelve game season, but it would make up for three. So like let's say that BYU goes six and six and beats Utah, I would say that that probably feels more like an eight or a nine win season um, versus the actual six six game, you know, six win season. I'm not predicting that, but I'm trying to portray like the weight of what a Utah win would mean. Desperation does crazy things emotionally, right? And this conversation has become emotion versus logic. And the emotion is strong in this one because it's Utah and because it's six in a row. No question. Now, the other thing is, is here's what I say. I say we beat Utah and then cheer for them to make some noise, to actually Let's beat them this year, and then I'd cheer for Utah to actually break through in the Pac-12 South and make it to the Pac-12 championship game, uh, you know, and be maybe a playoff contender. I mean, I would love for BYU to do that, and I think that's, you know, there's an outside shot of a possibility there, but just by virtue of being in a P5 conference, Utah is going to be closer to that conversation than we are. And if we, similar to, uh, um, the basketball team beating Gonzaga this year. Think what that meant to the program. Um, and I think that 
if we can beat a good Utah team and they can go on to have some success, I think that carries more weight in the program. But you are right. The, the kind of emotions that are involved for this makes it so difficult to actually weight logically what that win would mean. Now, yeah, who's, It's logic versus emotion. Which team is. is more likely? Let's just step away for a second. Which team is more likely to make a prominent national run, LSU or Utah? Utah, because Alabama's in the way. But, but <laughs> yeah, USC's gonna, in the way for Utah. The same thing. Sam Darnold's amazing. Like, USC is probably going to be a top-five team to start the season. That's true, but Utah always plays USC well. And now I'm not, I haven't paid close enough attention to know what Utah's got coming back, and I agree, USC is going to be a juggernaut, but um, all they got to do, you know, all it takes is one down game. Utah always plays USC close. And, uh, you know, all it takes is an upset like that, and Utah's making more. I agree that, unfortunately for LSU, the gap between them and the top of the SEC is much wider than the gap is between Utah and the top of the Pac-12. Riley Nelson with us on BYU Sports Nation, talking BYU against LSU and Utah. If you could guarantee one win, which would you choose and why? Let's change gears just a little bit. I want to talk about Kalani Satake and what he has meant to this BYU program in the last year and a half that he has been the head coach officially. How have things changed in your circles, in your conversations, and what you are seeing with BYU football since he has taken over as the head coach? I think um, he's... I think he's maintained uh, a level of, of football excellence, speaking purely on the field. And granted, they go about it in different ways, but the um, but as far as the standards that um, that were set up or that co- coach took over, I think he's continued to take those and increase them and build on them and build the character of the program, fill it with top-tier talent and, and do those things. And so, uh, honestly, from – an actual X's and O's standpoint, while they have different styles, I don't think it's it's changed much. Honestly, I think you know Coach Mendenhall had a had a good thing going, and um, and uh, you know those eight and five seasons were just kind of had some tough losses in there. And anyway, uh, but from the other perspective, from the fan fest and the access that he gives. I mean, we all saw that photo of him at 1030 at night waiting to sign the last autograph at the, uh, at the Davis County fan fest, but that's just Kalani being Kalani. And from a fan standpoint, from an interest standpoint, from your kind of passive football observer, that, that means a lot. Does it mean a ton on Saturdays? Uh, we'd have to have a longer conversation about that. I'm not convinced, but it never hurts to garnish goodwill and and to build morale around a program and its fans. Absolutely. So I would say that's the number one biggest difference. Okay, you had uh, two years in the Mountain West, two years in a, as an independent um, uh, in in uh, your time at BYU, if I remember correctly, I, or one year independent. Yeah, that's, in Mountain West. you're right. Yeah, uh, it was two and two. So the the idea between independence and these tough schedules and Mountain West, and they were tough, but maybe not as tough, right? Is there something to the idea of maybe winning nine in independence is equal to 10 or 11 as a Mountain West team? How do you feel about that idea? No question, because in the Mountain West, we BYU every year had at least – I mean, we were going to beat UNLV, we were going to beat New Mexico, we were going to beat Colorado State, um, who else? Can, we were going to beat Wyoming. There's four right off the bat, and I know I'm forgetting another, you know, another couple of 
kind of cake wins. And that's not to diminish the Mountain West. That was just the nature of it. That we had created a gap in talent so so large that even if we were not playing, even if we didn't have our best year, there was half your, you know, there was five games out of twelve that were guaranteed wins. And so then, you know, you got to win another, you got to win another. Um, four or five competitive games, games in which you're more evenly matched and more competitive. So the other thing from uh, – I was talking about this um, with a friend who was asking me about the numbers in the post-Mountain West era. And you look back, and and no matter who was under center – this is from a quarterback standpoint – but no matter who was under center, when we were playing New Mexico, UNLV, Hawaii, Wyoming – the quarterback was going to throw for 303 touchdowns, and it would have been nice. I look back um, and think it would have been nice to have those games that kind of pad your stats and pad your numbers. But uh, I think there is something to it. Now, you could argue the same thing that in our independent schedule we have those same fluff games built in. Unfortunately, uh, you know, it's a it's a one double A game or it's a it's like an Idaho or something like that. So they're still built in there, and they don't carry the 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 weight of a conference win, but I would probably agree with that statement though, just by virtue that in a conference you get one year, you get them at home, the next year you go to their place and you know, they're always coming back to your home the year after that in independence, all of our games against our toughest um, competition, whether we're evenly matched or maybe a little bit outmatched have been on the road. And I don't think you can discredit that. Riley, great stuff, except for the part where you agreed with Jerem. It was fantastic, man. (laughs) It's ebb and flows. The pendulum always swings back, so just wait till next next time I'm on. You got it, man. We appreciate the time. Thank you. Have a good day. Riley Nelson, former BYU quarterback on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. You can guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. Not saying you lose to the other team, just a guaranteed win. Logic versus emotion here. Which do you choose and why? Coming up, big deal, no deal. But first, let's hear from you, BYU Sports Nation, and your tweets. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. You feel like indulging in the show. If you missed our interview with Riley Nelson... Listen to everything except where he may have agreed with Jerem Jordan on how to answer today's so Twitter question. I didn't question. agree with you, so you're discouraging the listening <laughs> of that? Come on, man. If you could guarantee one win against either LSU or Utah, which would you choose and why for BYU football? Not saying that the other's a loss, guaranteeing a win. If you want to hear what Riley Nelson thinks yeah. and why, download the podcast. Check it out on BYU TV or the BYU radio apps. BYU Football Media Day is June 23rd, less than a month. Come party with us. In fact, I believe it's four weeks from tomorrow. June 23rd on BYU TV, BYU radio. We're going to have a two-hour special for our show. We're going to have State of the Program. We're going to have uh, you know, re-aired games, re-aired shows. Lavelle Edwards, the coaching tree in the afternoon. That's going to be really cool. You won't have to wait that long for tournament baseball. BYU takes on 27th ranked LMU tonight to kick off the West Coast Conference Tournament in Stockton, California. Brady Corliss, the usual Friday pitching starter for BYU, will get the start. Game begins at 10 Eastern on BYU Radio and the app. Four-team double elimination tournament, so the Cougars will play tomorrow either way, but Mike Littlewood said tonight, if the Cougars really want to win this tournament, is a must win. The men and women's track and field NCAA regionals is underway at the University of Texas. Good luck to... uh... The 
50 participants from BYU. Former BYU golfers Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays begin their first rounds today at the PGA Tour's Dean DeLuca Invitational. Zach Blair teeing off top of the hour and Daniel Summerhays at 2.17 Eastern. And former BYU women's soccer star Ashley Hatch played 20 minutes off the bench for the North Carolina Courage, had a shot on goal uh, versus Sky Blue FC. Uh, we are 100 how many days from Utah, Jerem, is it? 114, is that right? I don't know. Yeah, or is it 100? We don't count down to Utah. Oh, who do we count down to? Countdown to the Viking. 93 days. I had some issues with uh, Jason when we did the countdown. Because it was, do we include days or not? That was the question. And initially I said yes, and then the next day I didn't. And he thought I did it on purpose to throw him off. (laughs) When in reality, I just (laughs) forgot. 93 days. 93. 93 days. Hey, hey. Not from a practice. Not a practice. Not a game. Not a game. A game. No, a game. It is a game. Sorry, Alan. Yeah, 93 days from an actual BYU football game. We're all excited about the start of the football season. The week after the Portland State Vikings, LSU. Hey, how about that gamut, right? So, Portland State, warm up. LSU, Utah, Wisconsin. So, Utah, 107 (laughs) days away. Wisconsin, 114 days away. You can guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. A guaranteed win. Which do you choose and why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At Kipkin says, it's a 2-1 start either way. No, it's not. No, it's not. Given the choice, make it a win over our tribal Utah. It's time for the drought to end, so let it rain. When you look at the scenarios for these teams, like you can guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah, which game is BYU more likely to win just straight up competition based on where it's going to be played and when it's going to be played and all of that? Why don't we ask ESPN's Football Power Index? Yes, let's do that. Okay, LSU. Uh, says 9.6% chance. Okay. Okay. And then Utah's 57. Oh, it's a home wait, game. what? Yeah. If no, you, why no. would you not guarantee the win that ESPN suggesting you have a 9% chance of winning? Because it's not been a guaranteed win the last six years. That's why. It's, oh, BYU cool. can still beat Utah. Yeah. It, that, but that's not the discussion. The discussion is. You guarantee a yeah, win. You guarantee a win. Why that's not guarantee the, the win that would be much harder to come across? Well, that can be debated. BYU's lost six in a row. That's been a really hard game to win. This different team, different year. Why are we so caught up? In, those teams six. are not here and now. Those are all gone. All those teams are gone. It's about the game this year. Because we honor the past all the time. You love your relatives from the past, right? They're gone. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. You worry about them. We worry about our past a lot. You can't control that. You can control What's in front of you? Yeah. But it's been out of control. <laughs> That's why. Qu- question about winning the state in recruiting. Um, so, was there an outside source outside of BYU that said that BYU won the state? Yes, ESPN. ESPN recruiting. We will find it. I will show okay. it to you. Awesome, because I only heard Jack DeMooney tell us BYU no. I'm not. I'm not going to, like, I trust Jack, but... BYU telling me BYU won something is different than a third party telling me. No, yeah, ESPN or 247 Sports also said BYU won Utah. And and, uh, does does winning the state matter as much as it used to? I bring this up because Utah is getting more and more of the, uh, for lack of a better term, Pac-12 scraps. 
guys that wanted to go to USC, UCLA, Stanford, whatever, that aren't going there, so they still want to pay in the, play in the Pac-12, they still want to play competitive good ball, so they go to Utah. Yeah, so They're getting that, these kinds of guys. That's feeding into my argument. I don't care about winning in-state recruiting. It's about making a national splash, and what's going to do that? Yeah, I, LSU or Utah? Well, ultimately, the honor code abiding <laughs> BYU guys are going to be the guys are going to get more. You're not going to get these fence sitters as much as you're going to get the LDS kids. At Lane Franks 27, no question. LSU, SEC, and national powerhouse that will be ranked preseason. Plus, what if they go on to win the SEC? That's not happening. Not with that quarterback. Cougar Whip Around hits in just a bit. But first, we're going to play Big Deal, No Deal. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Get your popcorn ready. And if you were going to watch a show twice, a specific (laughs) BYU Sports Nation twice, you should start with this one. If you've never done it before, do it this time. And if you've never uh, listened to BYU baseball, you should check that out tonight. Biggest game of the season, double elimination West Coast Conference Tournament tonight. 10 p.m. Eastern time, first game, BYU versus LMU. Brady Corliss on the mound uh, for the BYU Cougars in a what Mike Littlewood told us on Tuesday on the show, a must-win for BYU. A uh, George Foreman guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. You can only have one. Which do you choose and why? At Snow Surface, says anyone that doesn't pick Utah should have their Cougar Club membership rescinded. <laughs> no explanation necessary. <laughs> Oh, you're not a member. Emotion, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're a member without being formally a member. Memberized. Yeah, members only. Let's play Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal, No Deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the Western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition for generations. Hey, at least Christy Duke says, my heart says beat Utah, my mind says LSU for the program and exposure. To choose is not fair. Way to slide that in there. Hey, I got, you got to throw it in there, right? Well, you had to. To help my case, number one. Big deal, no deal. Kalani Sataki named one of 11 football coaches you wouldn't want to fight. By oh, SB Nation. This is a big deal. Literally big. Kalani Satake's calves are legit. Kalani Satake looks like he could duke it out with just about anybody. In fact, I think BYU football, instead of playing the games, should do what they did anciently, like in the movie Troy. You just send Brad Pitt out there, a.k.a. Kalani Satake, your greatest warrior, and then you just see what happens. You just go one-on-one, David versus Goliath or whatever, and then you see what happens. I think BYU would be in a New Year's Six game if that was the case. I'm channeling my inner Kalani Satake to answer this question, and I will say no deal. What? (laughs) It is fun. It's a lot of fun because it's something to talk about, and SB Nation has all put a smile on our face because they mentioned BYU in a positive light, right? Yeah, we're tough guys. It's fun. But Kalani would say this is no deal. It's about winning football games. And that's the big deal. Of course deal. it is, but it's May 25th. We're bored out of our minds. No, we're not. We're talking about Utah that's, and LSU. Are we bored today? That's why we're doing are LSU. We bo- Utah, are we bored like, today? We're like 93 days till the game. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Eric Mika, still not in the latest mock drafts, but Chad Ford has moved him up to number 64 on his top 100 prospects. So the Mormon who works at BYU Hawaii includes uh, Eric Mika higher on his list. Nobody Chad needs Ford to is, know that. Chad Ford has traditionally been almost harder on BYU guys, which is fine. I, would, I wouldn't call him a BYU guy, right? I'm just kidding. 
I uh, no deal. Eric Mika is not projected to be drafted. If he sneaks in in the second round, I think that'd be great because it'd be nice to say, "Hey, BYU had a draft pick." This happens like once every five years on average. So I'll still go no deal, but I hope that Eric Mika can work his way into the draft. Yeah, I think it's a big deal to a degree because Eric was previously in the '80s and '90s, right, on these boards that Chad Ford has been producing. So for him to climb up to 64, I want to know what he did. Like, what did he do? To jump that many spots and get closer to the cutoff for 10 line. in long-range twos <laughs> at Denver. I mean, what in what did drill. he do? It it will be a way bigger deal if he actually gets drafted. So I'm oh, with you there. But yeah, I mean, it's a big deal that he's moving up the the draft prospect list. That one guy in that one board. I would rather have it be multiple boards. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Maverick Buffo not getting the start in game one of the WCC tournament versus LMU. This is a big deal. Maverick Buffo's been the game one starter. You throw your best pitcher in the first game traditionally in college baseball for BYU. That's on Thursdays. Maverick Buffo in his last two starts, only four innings total pitch, 25 batters faced, 15 earned runs. He has not been good the last two uh, outings. So maybe a little bit of the pressure's off Maverick. You throw in Brady Corliss, who's been really good this season. Hopefully this is a good move for BYU, but Mike Littlewood is making what he thinks is the best move for the team right now and what he called a must-win. This is a big deal because it shows you the desperation factor that is involved in this game for BYU. They know what's on the line. They know what it means if they don't win. This is absolutely a big deal. Desperation. Uh, an emotional thing that could almost turn logic. You understand? <laughs> you make a move. No, based baseball on is all about logic. I'm not talking about baseball. And analytics. Number four. Big deal, no deal. Mike Littlewood, speaking of the baseball tournament, calls this day one game a must win. This is a phrase used a lot. Uh, this is common rhetoric in sports, right? A must win. You know what was must win? World War II. Like, that's always the thing. Like, that was a must win, right? Um, so this is a big deal, though. For BYU baseball, if they make this incredible run again, but in the second half, but they don't go to an NCAA regional, that's going to be quite the disappointment. I, BYU needs to win this NCAA regional, and they need, or get to the regional, so they need to win tonight. This is a big deal because Mike Littlewood goes against most coaches when saying something like this, right? He's real to the situation. And even though it's not technically a must-win, Boy, it sure feels like it. And he called it for what it is, a big deal. you got to win this game if you legitimately want to win the West Coast Conference Tournament. I would say that that was an emotional decision as opposed to logical. (laughs) Number five. (laughs) Last one, big deal, no deal. The latest Spider-Man homecoming trailer. No deal. I was already excited. I already thought it would be awesome. It looks great. I'm very excited about it. It's awesome. You know what I'm not excited about as much? Pirates 5. I don't even remember 2 through 4, to be honest with you. 1 is a classic this is Pirates 5. I don't, you know, I don't know. I've changed the subject completely. But <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming looks cool because it's in the bigger story arc of Marvel. That, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a big deal because Marvel's involved. Period. End and of discussion. Exactly. Ooh, yeah, or Howard was, the Duck. That, those yeah. are the two whiffs. Those are the outliers. Hey, Howard the Duck had a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you didn't spoil anything. It's Howard the Duck. You're I good. know. But it's, it's funny, though, right? Yeah, they got him in there. They got him into an actual good movie. He, well, he was in, uh, was it the first Guardians or another one? It was the first Guardians, yeah. He's oh, yeah. been in both Guardians. Yeah. Well, there you go. They had, to, they had to resurrect that guy's career somehow, right? No. <laughs> you can beat LSU or Utah with BYU football. Who are you choosing and why? I'm worn out. <laughs> Let's whip it. <laughs>
<laughs> Big Deal No Deal on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Brady Industries. Clean solutions, a tradition for generations. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guest, Riley Nelson. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Coming up tomorrow, Coach Steve Cleveland and the return of Cool Things About Canada with Greg Rubel. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. Batcats take on number 27 LMU in some poll tonight to kick off the West Coast Conference Tournament. Double elimination. Brady Corliss will get the start for the Cougars. The game starts at 10 Eastern time. Listen on BYU Radio and the app. It's a four-team double elimination tournament. So the Cougars will play tomorrow either way. Track and field. The men's and women's track and field NCAA regionals underway at the University of Texas. Women's pole vault currently happening. Both Nicole Natchez and Kylie Tragaser have cleared 3.8 meters. That's 12 feet, 5.5 inches. Cougars in the PGA. Former Cougar, Cougar Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays begin their first rounds today at the... <gasps> Dean DeLuca invitation. Zach Blair tees off in about four minutes. And Daniel Summerhays at 2.17 Eastern. Watch out for those turkeys. This isn't Ephraim Utah. Soccer. Former BYU women's soccer star Ashley Hatch played 20 minutes with one shot on goal off the bench for the North Carolina Courage versus Sky Blue FC. Cougars overseas. Brandon, don't call me Davis Davies. Had seven points and three rebounds last night for Monaco. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Brugman had an RBI and three walks in the AAA Nashville Sounds win against the Omaha Storm Chasers. Brennan Lund went two for four in the single-A Burlington Bees loss against the Kane County Cougars. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need the most, DexterLaw.com. Who are you giving it to? It goes to Emotion. Which played a huge role in today's Twitter question. I'm giving Versus it to everybody logic. that agreed with me and chose LSU. Are you waving the white flag? No, Jerem's waving the white flag. This is for you. Somebody gift this and, and show Jerem waving the white flag to give it to me. <laughs> oh, you get to guarantee a BYU win against LSU or Utah. Which do you choose and why? <laughs> Keep waving the white flag, dude. I get it. At David Elras says, how is this even a question? I have three children that have never in their lives experienced a BYU football win over Utah. Oh. We can pick up the pace for you if you want. At Takia Shro says, LSU, best chance of going 3-0. and Hallelujah! Some logic and common sense. It's logic when you have emotions. Kooks can beat Utah on their own. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Elite tweet of the day, at Fanatic. You realize that when Utah is in the equation, all logic and rational thinking go out the window. Utah, always That's Utah. That's exactly right. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join the convo. It's popping. Uh, I keep hoping that logic will carry some sort of factor in this show at some point. Shout out to Jeff Heastan. We'll be back tomorrow.